You're listening to the Techpedition Podcast, episode 104, The Pretendables. Hey, it's uh, the Techpedition Podcast. Uh, my name is Sergio. I'm the host. Hey, this is James. How are you guys doing? What up, everybody? This is Clarence. Hi, this is Kerry. Long time no see. Yeah, you've been out a few weeks. How's it going, Kerry? Oh, it's going, man. You know, been busy making moves. That sort of thing. <laughs> well, we, we've held it down since you've been out. Uh, this is our 104th episode. And we have a lot of news. A lot of news. We usually don't have that much news. Uh, and we've been playing some games, and Carrie's been watching some anime. Uh, so I think we should just stop the precious. No, <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? Uh, let's just jump right into news with Clarence. What you got? Uh, yeah, so we know that uh, a few years ago, the Star Trek series, the original series, was remastered and uh, and made high def, um, and they're going to do the same type of treatment to the the beloved Next Generation series, uh, getting an HD makeover. Uh, like the original series when it was remastered, uh, they went back and redid a lot of the special effects just because it wasn't practical to uh, upscale the, the low-resolution special effects that they used to make the originals. They're going to do the same thing here. All the live-action stuff is shot on film, so they can easily upgrade that. But they're also going back and redoing all the special effects to make it. Um, they're pulling at George Lucas. What? <laughs> uh, in a sense, yeah, but 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 in this case, it has to be done because the special effects that was done originally was done at like three twenty by two forty. Like the, res- uh. the resolution is so horrendous that they there's no other way around it uh, besides just redoing it, and hopefully it'll give it a fresh new look uh, that. For a series is now what, twenty some odd years old. Yeah, yeah, about that. I don't know how I feel about this. I think it's pretty yeah. cool, man. I I, mean, I, yeah. I, I I like Next Generation, so yeah. If they're gonna, well, if, they're gonna I, I, if they're gonna do a, a, a remaster, I mean, they might as well do it right. I mean, I agree. Yeah, if if they bump up the, you know, if they get it up to HD and they make it uh, like a solid widescreen rather than like letterbox or. You know. Well, I mean, I don't even know if they're going to be able to make it wise. Even even if it even if it's four three, I mean, if it's high def, I'm I'm all for that. A lot of a lot of the anime remake re, remasters are four three, but what they they're scanning film, so it still looks freaking phenomenal. Yeah. It's just four three instead of the widescreen. Yeah, just like even with the original series, they they did the same treatment to it a, a few years back. I mean, even though I don't really enjoy that series that much, it does look beautiful, you know, as well as it can look like oh. something that was made in the 60s. <laughs> oh, wait, so they, they, they went back and remastered the, like, the space special effects for yeah, the yeah. original? Yeah, they redid yeah. all the CG and old. Well, it wasn't CG back then, but they, they did CG for all the old, <laughs> uh, old movies, old shows, I'm sorry. They, they, they CG'd up the original series. You know what? I need to watch that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I mean, the shows are they're great. I mean, by today's standard, but you know, no. they look pretty. I, 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 I'm, I'm planning on snapping up the movies, the Star Trek movies, and on Blu-ray. You just, my, my problem is you can't buy. Like, all I want to buy really is rather calm, but you can't buy it by itself. You got to buy the whole bundle, smart buggers. <laughs> there, there's a set out there just like the trilogy, which is the second, third, and fourth movies. 
Uh, that, but you can't just okay. buy one. That's my point. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you can't just buy a Rathacon. <laughs> Buried alive. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. Well, what, what, you, what you can buy by itself, or at least you will be soon, uh, is GameStop's new Android fo- <sighs> Android gaming fo- focused tablet. Okay. Wow. Talk about late to the game. Okay. A gaming focused tablet. Yes. How's this going to work? <laughs> it's going to be an Android tablet that when you turn it on, it says GameStop. And, uh, and, that's it. and probably their own app store, no doubt. Probably. And it will have all the same crap that's in the other app stores. GameStop as a video game publisher or whatever, just that, that just kind of freaks me out. I don't know why. It just it's, There's something very wrong with that. <laughs> you know? Well, it would be able to stream 360 and PS3 and so on on the one thing. No, 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 no. Now maybe that's, what it, that's what it... Okay, it's just taking a first step towards console agnostic platform, okay. Yeah, like I can see it having some sort of on-live... Because they, they, you know, they have already announced they're working on an online. Yeah, the, online yeah that's why they, that's why they yanked all of those codes out of Deus Ex is because they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So if 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 they're trying to put that into this, then and it still, works. If it, if it works, it's not going to work because it's a freaking touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. obvi- obviously, it's going to have USB ports. Like we're not, it's not. They're not crazy. Say that. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't say that it's going to have USB ports. I mean, yeah, I, I think they could probably put their own spin on it in some sort of way to make it viable. I don't know. I mean, if they if they're gonna do the whole buttons on the screen thing, then yeah. no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. That kind of defeats the purpose. Yes, yeah, I, I think you know. I think it's kind of cool, but I just don't really know. I mean, I, I know that there's a market for tablets, but I just don't know if I any. You know, why would you buy a GameStop tablet? Like, give me one good reason. <laughs> because I, the salesman I, told you it was awesome. I should buy their $500 tablet as opposed to an Apple one or an Asus one. The Asus makes some really nice tablets, by the way. But anyway, I'm just saying it's like compelling. It this is this is my Google Plus argument, which I will save for later, but yeah. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like it's just a cool thing to do, so we're going to do it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to admit. I'm, I'm just wondering who's making it, like who whose hardware is going to be in it. I'm sure it'll be an ARM and probably the Tegra or something. I mean, it's gonna, they're going to be playing games on it. It's pro- It'll probably definitely be running the NVIDIA Tegra chipset on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I gotta admit, though, for uh, for me, uh, I, am I just because I don't own one of those tablets? I mean, my Arco still does really good, and I've got like a couple of games, but it's like pool, you know, like a billiards game or something like that. That's easy to do. I but, mean, to, but to actually play games, I, I'm sorry, even the iPad is not to me is not big enough to really do what you want to do because we'll do really, like. The thing I'll say about the iPod, I don't mean to cut you off. I mean, the iPad, that it has enough hardware. The hardware is the issue. Like, you can make some pretty games. Like, the issue to me is the controls. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, if what what is the game that Epic made for the iPad? I can't uh, Infinity Blade. Infinity, Infinity, Infinity Blade. Yeah. Like, James, look at the screenshots for that. I mean, it's it's pretty, but the, well, the problems well, are the controls. 
Well, see, that's the thing, though. No matter how pretty or, or an ugly a game is, it comes down to the gameplay and the controls. Exactly. Now, exactly. I, I will say I, I should have looked this up because I didn't even think about that when I saw that. I've actually seen two to three different products up here that are controls. Like, it's a little cabinet dock piece that you dock your <laughs> iPad or whatever tablet. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen those. But for me, if I don't want to have all that, um, from what I've seen, like when they had the the big, huge Microsoft, well, uh, not Microsoft, but the big game, the big gaming table. Remember when we talked about that, where they would have the uh, control knob pieces you could set down on the screen. To Are you talking about for like for like Ruse when they first announced it? Uh, no, no, not. Well, Ruse was one of them, but like that's the only way I could see to use it. But that's something to where it's like. Uh, I don't know. It's something I could see, like real-time strategy games and stuff like that. But actual gaming, gaming, like trying to play Street Fighter, or a, like a fighting game or anything like that, uh, it just seems no to me. <laughs> but right. I haven't tried it yet, so who knows? Maybe I could try it, and I might change my mind. But it's a rough one. I, I, I don't know. Th- think, 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 think about it this way, though. What if, what if you walk into GameStop? They're like, "Hey, buy this tablet," and with it comes a data plan with, say, Verizon. That data plan and gaming streaming plan is 50 bucks a month. Stream all you want, <laughs> play all you want. Okay? And it works just like on live. Maybe, uh, if there, maybe it was LTE. <laughs> yeah, the thing about LTE is, the L- and that's another thing I want to talk about on this podcast, like LTE is like a super catch-22 thing. At least, I don't know what Sales House is going to do as far as plans but for for Verizon and AT and T, it's it's a total jip. Like, there's no way I would buy a phone on either one, a LTE phone on either one of those. But I'll get into that later. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Like, it's probably not going to be groundbreaking or anything, but it, it, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. The technology itself for LTE is phenomenal. Like, I was, that, well, I, that I, I, I was talking right. about. I was still talking about. That. <laughs> Sorry. Talking about the tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. It's not gonna be groundbreaking. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be. Alex Albright said it better than anybody. You don't need it. <laughs> oh, that's 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 pretty simple. Now that's a great transition. Yeah, on to something else you probably don't need. Um, that that um, add-on that we were seeing popping up around the internet uh, last week that we talked about last podcast. Yeah, we talked. That I brought up. Yeah, we talked about it last week. The the um, supposedly Monster Hunter pack in. Uh, uh, add-on for the 3ds it turns out it's real and yeah <laughs> like I said, what, what, what are they thinking it, it's japan they can do whatever they want but if they want to sell this you to americans a, they you need it you need an extra joystick man for for the for the fps games but I yeah mean, because the, i mean the ds itself has a couple of first person shooter games that you use the touchpad and stuff, and I've played some of them, and it's just a pain in the yeah. Ass. You're, you're not gonna throw this in your in your back pocket yeah. and <laughs> stroll down sunset. But I mean, for what it's made for, like I agree, it looks ridiculous. But for what it's made for, I think it makes a whole lot of sense. They probably should have just built the second analog, in, which I'm sure with his 3ds redesign that's coming next year, they will. It'll probably have. Hopefully it won't be 3DA, and hopefully they'll just add the second analog stick on there. 
you know, and they'll have the 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 buttons, the A B X Y whatever, you know, move down where the control pad is on the left side, and like that would make perfect sense to me, but that's just me. What? Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, not, hmm. I'm not a fan. I, I'm Don't not. get me wrong. I think it looks ridiculous, but I mean, especially if they're going to be releasing a lot of FPSs on on the system, which I mean. From what I from what I've looked at, I mean, it kind of looks like that's the way they're going. And with stuff like Monster Hunter, it just it makes the controls better. And if you're a hardcore Monster Hunter fan, like the people in Japan are, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And I don't I don't see them not releasing that this over here, even though I agree it looks ridiculous. Yeah. I, well, what it seems what it sounds like is it's Nintendo letting Capcom do what they want to do for, uh, Capcom, for 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 Monster Hunter. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like. Capcom isn't releasing this. It's, it's, it's Nintendo, right? Well, true, but if Capcom's like, you know, the Vita's coming out and it has two two analog sticks <laughs> and it's awesome. And people here in Japan, they already love their PSPs. Why are they gonna? I don't know if we're gonna do this. And Nintendo's like, wait, what? No, we need Monster Hunter. I so guess. yeah, that 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 that's Nintendo doing the Steve Jobs thing of and one more thing. <laughs> and but in this case, the one more thing is something totally ridiculous. <laughs> Not graceful at all. Again, I well, it, that's the thing it, though. It, we're, looks, it looks absolutely ridiculous, but it, to me, it makes sense. It, it makes sense, but we're just saying. Yeah, but we're saying it looks ridiculous because it's this big, huge <laughs> add-on after the fact that the game, yeah. you know, the, the console is released. But when it comes down to it, for now that it, it's dropped, almost it dropped what almost a hundred bucks I mean, from its original price point. That, you got to look at that too, because like they they dropped the price, you know they're going to be releasing new a new a new hardware handheld next year. Like they do every year. I'm hoping the 3D won't be on there, but whatever. Oh, speaking, whatever. Speaking of which. But anyway, what I'm saying is, I guarantee you, this next version of their handheld is going to have two analog sticks on there. And if oh, the yeah. game development starts steering towards that, the old people are going to be raising a hissy fit, like, you know. Well, at least with this, they can, you know, even though they look like total um, tools, at least they'll be able to play <laughs> those games with it. And and I, this this also may be a stretch, but. Look at the the 3ds in that little thing, and then look at and and then look at the Wii U controller. <laughs> yeah, they are very similar. Like Sony just announced. Well, this is kind of bleeding into other news topics, but Sony just announced the. Uh, just go ahead and move on to the next one. Why not? Um, Sony <laughs> showed off a bunch of Wii U like controls for their PS3 slash Vita at TGS this week. Which basically means you can use the Vita as a controller for your PS3, include you know including the touchscreen stuff and the back touch stuff, and this add-on that puts the extra you know analog stick on the uh, 3DS would allow the Wii U to do that as well. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense if this add-on is simply for uh, or just an extension to allow the the uh... The, the 3DS to be used like the um, the add-on for the Wii U, you know, or just another way, you know, instead of having to buy an extra piece. Does that make right. sense? Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, it, I'm not saying that's what it is, but it's yeah. just interesting that the, these two things came out a week within within each other. Um, Sony didn't have too much to say at TGS yesterday; just a bunch of uh, of Vita news. And most of it was just games and games and games and more games. Uh, but the the, the big thing, wrong with it. 
Oh no, no, no. Like that that's good news, but the the biggest thing was Hey, look! Look what we have. We have a Wii U now. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of hinted at that when the Wii U was first like uh, released at E3. Yeah. They kind of like hinted hinted at that when they got wind of it. Like, hey, we can do that too. It's no big deal. You you know what's funny though is that when the PS3 was first announced, they had this demo of Gran Turismo 3 running, and you could connect the PSP to the PS3 and use it as a rearview mirror. That was like one of the features they were touting. Of course, it never made it into the game, I don't think. But I just think that's interesting looking back on, you know, maybe that was just an idea ahead of its time, I guess. Mm-hmm, maybe. That, that or it's an idea that they think is going to be big, which I, I still don't, I don't see it being huge yet. Or yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, but. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of, you know, overkill, but I just thought it was, you know, it's one of those, wow, you can do that, that's pretty cool type things, you know. I don't see myself ever using it, but it's cool. Yeah. Uh, they also announced a bunch of things like, uh, you'll be able to play cross-platform between PS3 and Vita. If yeah, you, that's if pretty amazing. If the game supports it, like, uh, I think the big one they dropped was... Uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. <laughs> what about about Marvel versus Capcom Ultimate or whatever? Is that did they say anything about that being cross platform? I don't, I don't think so. Because I know they're making a Vita version of it. it, it I mean, oh. it kind of makes it kind of makes sense that once your console has been out what six years now, that the next <laughs> handheld you make is going to be just as powerful, just as beautiful as as the, your console was when it first came out. Keep thinking of news stories. I'm sorry, but I can't leave this one out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, we are, we know the the Vita has has you know, nice hardware specs. Now we just have to see if if everyone is, decides to buy one. That that's what's still up in the air is whether or not it's going to be a success. Yeah, it's, I mean that's with any console though. I mean, nobody knows yeah. before it's released if it's going to be successful or not. Especially well, since they, Nintendo stole their thunder with the price drop. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, it's all going to be on the games. And hopefully they don't do like Nintendo did and push it out before everything's ready on it. Cause yeah, I just hope that, they have games. That's my, <laughs> yeah. that's well, my see that They concern. will. They will. Well, see, that with the 3DS, <laughs> like, that's dude, where Nintendo shot themselves in the foot. Is they only had like six games at the launch. But like, like half the features it was supposed to have weren't even ready, and you had to wait almost four or five months before they were. The funny thing is, though, is that they could announce one game, and I guarantee you that they would outsell. They would, like the the PS Vita would kill the Wii, whatever the 3D, whatever this generation. If they announced a, a high def Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. If they had like, the, if it would. I mean, a Final Fantasy VII high def remake would just be like, oh, that's a console seller right there. You could take. Don't give it. Well, speaking of geek attacks, you guys like Smash Brothers? Uh, I've I've liked it when I played it with you guys, but I've never bought bought one. Yeah. yeah well, well, Carl's not here. I'm sure he would probably appreciate this the most. But some some dudes. Made a Game Boy version of Smash Brothers, hmm. <laughs> and by Smash Brothers, like Game Boy, I mean Game Boy, not Game Boy Color, not Game Boy Advance. I mean like green screen Game Boy. Wow. Dot what did what did it say on the front? Dot Matrix something. 
<laughs> yeah, they're calling it a a demake. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and if if you go to the link, it's got it's got footage and it, it it's clearly a Smash Brothers game and it's really really funny because everything is so pixelated and just bad. This this is pretty crazy. Well, what's funny is if you could have the same amount of enjoyment out of this, that'll be pretty crazy. <laughs> and it looks like you could because really if you think about it, the gameplay of Smash Brothers is pretty simple. Yeah, it is. I mean, so it could be done on another in another format and still probably play just as well. Wow, oh, man! I, I, it's it's just mind blowing that that's hey, let's 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 make a Game Boy version. Why not? We're not doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sure, we have creative juices we could be using other places, but yeah, well, the thing is, though, is who are these guys that are making it? That's the question. Because I mean, if it's some guys that are just kind of getting started that are, you know, in their teens or their early 20s and they're still in school learning to the programming and everything else. That's something that's, you know, that's really good good because that's them seeing what they can do. Yeah, so, so do all these characters that are in this exist when the Game Boy Color was around? Because, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to see if they just pulled the sprites and, you know. They didn't just pull the sprites. Because that looks nothing like Mario. Let's see. Or it doesn't look like the Mario that was on Game Boy. Yeah, the yeah dad, I don't it know. Looks, it, looks a, it looks a little... Honestly, it looks a little bit more detailed than the Mario that was on the Game Boy. But all four of those characters existed on the original Game Boy. Is that Pikachu? <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yep. It's like Pika Mouse Rat, Muskrat, Pika Muskrat. I wonder will they get a takedown notice? Well, I mean, they've been, well, they didn't use, well, it looks like they used the backgrounds from the game, so I don't know. Probably not. I'd be surprised if Nintendo shut them down. Yeah, it's free. It's pretty normal. If they were charging for it, they'd definitely be shut down. But, yeah, if this was a, if this was a Chrono Trigger game, it'd be shut down. Does, but... does it have online <laughs> play? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> There's problems, but you got to get those cables. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn it! So this actually plays on the Game Boy. Mm, I don't know. It's on PC. That's a little disappointing. I wonder if they could actually get it onto like the ROM onto a cart and get it to play on a game. I've seen them do that with these D makes before. Like sometimes they'll actually run on the original hardware, or they'll have a port for the original hardware. But I'd buy that. Now what? Like, well, it'd be cool if they had like a high res- resolution version as an Easter egg <laughs> that you can like unlock once you got it. But yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh, moving on, Carrie. Okay, guys. Um, as you know, Square Enix hasn't had the most luck with MMOs lately. However, <laughs> or anything. That's not going. <laughs> uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution. Eh, I guess technically that's Square. It is square. They bought idols. I know. <laughs> Don't sound okay, happy about this, Sergio. <laughs> I mean, I, I was—I'm just as shocked as anybody else to see a Square Enix logo on the front of that box. But it is their game. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Dragon Quest Ten is going to be an MMO, which is humongous news. Um, I just hope they lean more towards the Final Fantasy Eleven side of things, or. Uh, Better yet, I hope they just do something completely new. 
Um, but this is very, very interesting. I, Dragon Quest has never really took off here. Um, eight, so eight was pretty. Eight was a fan favorite. It did fairly well, but I'm not really sure how nine sold here. Um, it's big in Japan, uh, though, right? Yeah, it's huge in yeah. Japan, dude. Like they, they had to ask, they had to ask um, Square Enix to stop releasing this game like during work days and during the school days. <laughs> people were literally not going to work and not going to school. Like they have to, when they release a Dragon Quest game over there, it has to be released on the weekend. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's insane. That's why. That's why all Nintendo games come out on weekends because they're <laughs> yep. really arrogant. <laughs> it's insane. It's insanely popular over there. So I mean, I have no doubt people will buy this over there. Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out, but I just thought it was surprising because you know they kind of they kind of alluded to this with nine because nine's a really really interactive, you know it's it's more about playing with your friends, um which I'm sure that didn't really take off either because people don't really sit around with DSs and you know not unless you're at like E3 or something they don't really sit around with DSs and play games together, or if you're at PAX maybe it happens I don't know, but this game has been in development since Dragon Quest Eight. So what? It, yeah, it, it's been in development for a while, and they're gonna be um. If you look at the games, they, the art in the of course the art looks similar because Akira Toriyama does all the character designs, but their game the gameplay elements from the games are gonna be similar. They have a similar vibe, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I'm really really interested in this game, and I hope that it gets released over here, you know, in a timely manner. But that remains to be seen. Coming out in Japan in 2012, so wow, it's going to be a lot of fuss over who, what MMO to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of things that might be coming out in 2012, <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes, the big. This is my new story of the week, at least for me. Top story. Fanboy tear when I found out about this. Jean Claude Van Damme and Chuck Norris will be in Expendables 2. Wow. How freaking awesome is that? Wow. I think that is awesome because uh, I watched the first Expendables and I wasn't quite. I was like, oh, it's either going to be kind of all right or. But it was actually like really good because it gave us, yeah, exactly what we wanted. A little bit of story and a whole lot of dudes just kicking ass. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, well, I, I mean, it was it, like those. Go ahead. I find it really funny that these those type of actors now have a home. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it was almost like a return to those old 80s action movies we all used to love watching. You know? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, I understand. Talk. As I said, it's, it's, a, it's great that they have a, have a place now because they're, no, they're, they're not making those kinds of movies anymore. Well, I, I actually, I got to admit, I'm kind of surprised with Chuck Norris because uh, after Walker, Walker, Texas Ranger, he kind of took uh, – a sabbatical for a while you know he just didn't really have to do a whole lot because i mean his career has been really good and he's been from what I understand, pretty smart with his money and whatnot uh jean-claude van damme i can see just because he's yeah he hasn't my, been getting much work my internets are um acting up but anyway yes this i, I really enjoyed the last one and um they're also going to be expanding the roles of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Bruce Willis in this movie. <laughs> Those roles are expandables. 
<laughs> well, I mean, they 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 basically said like three lines in the last one. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, not. that little that little nugget <laughs> in the last one from one of Schwarzenegger was like, I mean, that was just awesome. <laughs> you know, that was all I needed. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I like the fact that he's also wanting to get uh, Michael Bean and Michael Pear. Like Michael Bean, I've cool. always enjoyed yeah. watching him. Michael Bean, Michael Bean was the guy uh, he played. Kyle Reese in Terminator. He was Hicks in Aliens. He was the uh, the SEAL team leader that went nuts in the Abyss. Like for James Cameron, Michael Bain has always been his uh, Bain. I can't remember how to pronounce his name right, but Michael's always been one of his uh, like his go to guy. Like that's the reason why he's been in a lot of James Cameron's movies. Like with Aliens, he wasn't scheduled to be in that, but the guy that was really supposed to be Hicks, there was some differences. And James Cameron got rid of him like two days before they were starting to shoot and said, wow. hey, Michael, would you come in and do this? So Michael came in. Because, hmm. well, the thing is, is all the Marines got to uh, customize their armor. You know, it made it personal. So Michael Bean came in and he's like, yeah, I don't know what it was because this dude set this up and I just used it. But there was a heart with this locket put on it. I had no idea what it was for. <laughs> oh, um, man. Michael Parr. Uh, he he's been mostly like a B movie. Like he's had a couple, but not a whole lot. Like the last thing he was in was the uh, was Blood Rain, the Third Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was the main villain in that that just came out not too long ago. So he was used by U.A. Bull. So he needs all the help he can get. Man, they're gonna have to make a four-hour movie with all these stars in it. And I'd Dude, watch like, it. <laughs> Well, I mean, he even talks like he's trying to get Nicolas Cage. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I heard oh, that, too. I mean, like, like and John Travolta, too. <laughs> save, save it for The Expendables 3. <laughs> if, yeah, I don't know, you if, know. If, if that franchise goes for long enough, they could just put The Rock and Vin Diesel in it. Then <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be The Expendables. It Cause, would be. Because, you know, once you... Once... It'd be The Pretendables. Oh, man. Show title. <laughs> the Pretendables. That's a good one. I got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, if somebody else want to go that way, because I hate to like do like six stories in a row. You want to do some of yours, James? Okay. All right. So as everybody knows, in the states, Blockbuster has been closed. I think all the last of the chain stores in the states have been closed for what? Good six six months now. Uh, except for the ones that closed like three months ago. Okay. So, uh, since I've been up here with our friends in Canada, <laughs> the the blockbusters up here have been going strong. Like, I actually talked to one of the managers, and, he's, and he was just like, well, we, we haven't heard. You know, we're Blockbuster Canada. We're kind of a little bit of separate. Uh, we've been going strong, everything else, and we have, you know, nothing. And that was last month. And then earlier this week, Every blockbuster up here is doing a store closing sale, which I didn't. I saw it coming, uh, but I talked to the same guy. He's like, "Yeah, we had a a meeting that last week of August, like the big convention meetings that they do." He's like, "Yeah, we found out we was all losing our jobs." Dang. Yeah. Wow. But but uh, up here, uh, it's just been awesome deals. If you can get in there, uh, I mean, he was like. Uh, even for anyone that's here in Canada, like if you want to get a copy of Resistance 3 brand new, you can go because they're 
PS3, you know, all their games are either 15 to 25 percent off right now at the start. Uh, and a lot of the blockbusters up here had a pretty good selection of brand new games for sale. And they had a bunch of copies of Resistance 3. Uh, well, some other ones that have come out that were looking pretty big. But, I mean, just they're going out. So Blockbuster's all done now. Oh. I thought they were having, like, one last little hope. But nope. nope. There's looks like there's still a few open. But they're not nearly as prolific as they used to be. And I'm sure those are about to close, too. Yep. Sad day. I, I, I realized a few months ago that my son is never going to shop at a video store. <laughs> and I was, I was a little bit sad. Uh, it, uh, drop music store in there, too. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. he'll stop at a shop at a video and music store. It just won't be brick and mortar. Yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah. It's not the same, man. If, until you go flip through records at your local record shop, you haven't experienced it. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't think, I don't think CDs are going anywhere though, dude. Their LPs are still around, man. People still release new stuff on LP. Dude, I mean, it will, it'll be boutique, but uh, LP, yeah, it'll be around. Yeah, I'm like, of course, you've probably been in a music store lately because you're a music guy, but I, I can't. I, I mean, I don't know the last time I've been in a store to actually look at a CD in, <laughs> on the shelf. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I've walked into them a bit up here, and there are people in there buying all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the big problem with record stores now is that, like, you go in there to buy an album and it's like seventeen dollars, and you can go on iTunes and it's ten bucks. So yeah. I mean, that's that's the biggest problem yeah. with them. This 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 is GameStop's biggest fear <laughs> that <laughs> that the game industry will be next. <laughs> is that why they're making the tablet? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why they're making the tablet. The great flat hype, hope, whatever. Um. All right. Um, speaking of flops, even though we didn't talk about anything flopping, yes, we did. We talked about. Um, I remember seeing it up there, but it's not up there anymore. But anyway, um, this is just my <laughs> personal opinion. But you know, I think it's time to you know for Google to throw in the towel on Google Plus. It's just it's not gonna happen. Sorry. Wow, really? Well, what about my circles? Really? Not gonna happen. Um, if you look at the Google Plus, um. Activity, it's been on a steady decline since mid-July. Um, I think the biggest problem with Google Plus is that it's great. It's great. I love it. I mean, really, I do. But the problem is nobody is on it. Like, all of, all of my friends are on Facebook. And it, it's like, in order for all of my friends to move to Google Plus, it can't just be a little bit better. It's got to be way better. I agree. I agree. And I, yeah. I mean, I mean it's like the reason I don't use it anymore is because you know, it's like it's like having two um, it's like having two cell phones, you know, and like all your friends, like all your friends know the one number, but you have this new other other cell phone that like only five of your friends know the number two. It's kind of like that, maybe I don't know, but I just I really, you know I could be totally off base here. I just I don't see Google Plus overtaking Facebook anytime soon. As someone with two cell phones, uh, I have to agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I called it. Like, I called this. I was like, this is going to happen. And everyone's like, no, it's going to be great. I think they still have a chance. Um, 
You know, I mean, now it's mostly the tech sphere that's kind of adopting it and that's uh, yeah. singing joy, uh, songs of praise and joy of, of it. But, you know, I, I think it's a viable platform. They just recently released the beta uh, versions of their API, which will allow it to um, interface with Twitter and various other sites out there. So that was a big thing. It was missing every on, early on. But one thing you guys are forgetting this is part of the Google ecosphere, and this not go. I mean, this everybody is going to be entrenched in, in in it one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I I I think the whole I I kind of agree with you there, but the thing is, like, like people, especially tech people, they seem to think that like Google, like everybody has a Gmail account. Where 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 in reality, Yahoo is still the most popular email email like service, like by far, it's still the most popular one. But I do agree with you as far as the whole Google ecosphere thing, it, especially with the plus one integration on the search engine. I mean, that that's kind of a nice thing. I mean, in, I think in order for them to, like, grow, they're going to have to do – they can't just be better than Facebook. They got to do something, like, completely new. I mean, I mean they got to they gotta change the paradigm because, I mean, as long as the paradigm stays the same – I, I don't see any. I don't see them overtaking Facebook. Yeah, true. And like one more thing you have to think about is that Facebook didn't happen overnight. Like, yeah, like I you're mean, absolutely right. I mean, like yeah. I, I was on Facebook for like years. I mean, literally years before other people that I knew were on it. I was just trying to. I like like people are doing Google Plus right now. I, I was singing its praises, but they were still on MySpace. I'm like, look, MySpace is crap. Just move over <laughs> to a friendlier social network. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I swear for like years. I mean, you're right. You're nobody right about else was that, on though. it. It did take a while for um, it. It did. It did. It just seemed like when one per. I mean, it just seemed like all of a sudden it was like a snowball effect. Everybody just jumped on it all of a sudden. You know, especially. I mean, plus at first it was more of a niche group, but just. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing about the thing is like about Facebook that you might be forgetting though is that at first Facebook was only for college students. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's that's like you couldn't even get an account if you you know if you didn't have a college email address you couldn't even get an account on yeah. Facebook. I mean that's true. But then they like opened it up. Yeah, that's true. But at the same point, I knew college people that were trying to get on there. And they that you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying though. Yeah. yeah, like right now, everyone who's who's singing the praises of Google Plus, they're they're like, "Come on, you guys!" No, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. If like it, it'll be just like Twitter. Like, as long as Leo Laporte was like singing the praises of Twitter, nobody gave a crap. But like when Britney Spears and who else, Shaq and Lady, like when all those popular people were doing. <laughs> Like he got mad and deleted his account because he didn't. I was like Leo was such a diva. Like he he got he got mad deleted his account because he didn't have he didn't have the most followers anymore. And like he eventually came back, but that that that's another story. But you know you know what I'm saying. Like like maybe if like there was a mass celebrity ex- exodus to Google Plus or something, then maybe you know, yeah, that would. That would change. And then, like, one more thing I want to add right before we move on. It's like, and plus, Google, I mean, not Google, but Facebook has the advantage of looking out and seeing all these people doing stuff or innovated, or so that's innovative and, and, and just uh, that draws people in, and they're adopting all of them. Like, just recently, they yeah. they released, like, subscriptions where people can, like, subscribe to you and just, like, follow your feed, much like Twitter. So, I mean, if, some, yeah. if something's cool that's out there, they're on top of it, like I mean, like Carrie says, like a hobo on a ham sandwich, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they don't waste any time in adopting something into their platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's definitely going to be like to say the least though it's definitely going to be interesting in the next few years to see you know how the the power the balance of power shifts between the two because i really don't think google plus is going anywhere it's just like i just don't I, i like at this point i don't really see it you know getting taken off i mean that's really all i guess that's really all i'm saying yeah and like the, the same could be said of MySpace in his heyday. I mean, nobody ever thought anybody could take MySpace down. True, very true, but, very true. But it, but it happened. So, <laughs> I guess people got tired of crappy bands sending them friend requests, <laughs> crappy layouts too. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hated that about Facebook. Like, like red text, like blue text on a red background, oh, they- like. I- Eyebrow, like I wanted to gouge my eyebrows, out, my, eyebrows <laughs> my eyeballs. <laughs> wanted to gouge my eyeballs out with a with a CD spindle. Those were the like worst horrible. web pages ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but I have my glitter letters. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> they, they could delete that from the web archive. All of my faces. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> Erase them from the annals of history. <laughs> Oh man! No, what's gonna what's gonna happen is somebody's gonna be running for president in you know like 2020, and someone's gonna stumble on a 20 year old MySpace page and be like, "What the? <laughs> no, you can't be president." Oh, <laughs> be like Barack. Yeah, I smoke marijuana. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't help. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, let me cut through one of my news stories. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Anyway, I, I like you guys heard me say this like probably last time I was on a podcast. I was very very happy with the Dragon Ball um, remasters, and I told I told you like if they did the Yu Yu Hakusho level of Blu-ray ma- remastering, that I would rebuy the whole entire thing. Well, <laughs> it looks like I'm rebuying the whole entire thing. Um, they um. Two of the video people from Funimation were recently on Anime News Network podcast, and they released screenshots. Like the first, like if you, there's like three different scenes. The first one is the Blu-ray, not Blu-ray, the orange box. You know, the first time they were like, the Dragon Ball's gonna be remastered in high definition, um, which was a farce because I mean, all they did was do digital video noise reduction, and like Dragon Ball Z was filmed on 16 millimeter film, and like what they, I guess what they didn't understand is that the grain isn't necessarily like bad quality like grain is an inherent part of the image and if you get rid of the grain you destroy the quality like if it, i don't know if you guys click through here if you see the first one it's like freaking blurred blurred to um to hades um the second shot is the actual dragon box remaster this is what i own already and it looks much much i mean there's grain but the detail like compared to the first image is phenomenal like phenomenally better and then you have the exact actual Blu-ray transfer on the last shot. And, I mean, it's very, very similar to the Dragon Box. But, again, it's scanned in at a higher resolution. So, I mean, it's going to be native 1080p film, infinity resolution, that type of deal. And it looks beautiful. It looks like they tweaked the colors a little bit. But, I mean, I'm I'm really, 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 really stoked about this. And I I hate to be buying the series again, but I probably will be buying it again. If if it looks like this, um, I think I think it's gonna be a phenomenal transfer. And <laughs> if it looked like this, if this is what they're actually gonna be putting on Blu-ray, it, I think if you haven't bought the Dragon Boxes, this is definitely at least until they come out with like Blu-ray two or something. This is the definitive version, and it's not even out yet. 
And, <laughs> dude, like, like fundamentally, this is like Dragon Ball is like their bread and butter. They always find a new way to release the same footage. Like, this is probably the the tenth time like some of these episodes are being released on on video. But I mean, I, I gotta hand it to them. They they always find a way to take my money. It's it's it's, it's, it's their Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. It's, it pretty much is. Their well, Star they, Wars. they they need to just get off their ass and release the entire Turtle series they did. But I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm All roads leads to turtles. <laughs> Timmet, Timmet, Timmet. Yeah, Tim- yeah. The 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 first screen, the orange box screen, almost like a Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible. Yeah. Like, that's what I was complaining about back when y'all were probably like, what is wrong with this guy? He's like, he's on, he's about to like but it, pop. Yeah, but to yeah. the same point, it does look more up, kind of a little bit more up to date than the other one, but but the diehards want originality, so. Yeah, pardon my pun, but it, it looks cel-shaded. Yeah, it does. <laughs> more cel-shaded than regular animation is. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, you you cannot you 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 gotta keep the grain. I mean, it's <laughs> it just it like I mean, it just like the detail is like just so much better on this on those other images. But again, I know I'm being a super nerd and I'm nitpicking, and you know, for the general viewer, you're probably not gonna give a crap as long as it looks good on your TV. But yeah. that's why they call us fanboys. Like I, I'm an unapologetic Dragon Ball Z fanboy. Like I'll, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. It's my favorite series. So well, I mean, it's understandable because Dragon Ball Z really is, from what I've seen, is the biggest thing that's gotten the American audience into anime. Yeah, it's what got you know? me into it. I'm not ashamed to say. Because <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I remember being at su- in sub school. And a guy actually had a subtitled that he'd bought in Japan, the Street Fighter II movie. Oh, man. A good two years before it was actually dubbed and released here. And I said, like, what is that? He's you, like, oh, this is the Street Fighter II cartoon movie. I was like, what? And dude, I was you want... like, <laughs> you know, it, it blew my mind at the time, you know, because this was in 95. And I was like, oh, my God. You, you want to talk about craziness like 10 years ago. Probably tw- probably even more than that. I was still in high school, like I was in the like tenth and eleventh grade. I was trading, I was trading fan subtitle versions of these of of Dragon Ball Z. Like, <laughs> like this was like back before the like fifty six k internet. You know, you couldn't download videos. Like, I was I was like big into the whole fan sub trade thing, and like that's that's how I like got my anime fixed. Like, it's how I learned about Ronin Kenshin, Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, the Dragon. That's how I saw all the Dragon Ball movies. I mean, that's how I learned about all that stuff back then. Was you know we people were recording on VHS and and trade them around, and you really didn't like charge anything. Like if somebody had something you wanted to watch, you know, you just double them a copy of it and you swap. And like the internet community, this is like pre four chan or whatever. Like the internet community was more. There was more camaraderie and people were nicer. But now everybody's an asshat. And... Yeah. Well, well, how how has <laughs> Ronin Kenshin been doing though? That's what I'm curious about. I haven't seen anything on that in a long time. Oh, yeah. I, wow, that's like an awesome segue. I wasn't even thinking about that one. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, you know, like it's the tenth. I, I think it's the tenth anniversary, or the, maybe it's the twentieth, or the fifteenth. 
I can't. I'll have to look it up. But anyway, it's an anniversary of Aroni Kenshin, <laughs> and um, basically they're going to be um releasing a new movie, a new OVA, um, and a new OVA series, and they're also doing a new live action movie. And I might have touched on that before, but really, the, I, I said that to say this. Um, there's actually going to be a live action Kenshin movie coming out, and you know, it's like eh. And you know maybe that could be scary or maybe. <laughs> um, but but the, we but we but we got to remember it, it's being made in Japan and the way they see things yeah. is different than us. So yeah, it's like like because, when, like when I when I the first time I watched The Last Samurai, I was like, oh my gosh, they need to make they need to make a Kenshin movie, and I know it's not going to have the American Infinity dollars behind it. But they released some set photos for for the Kenshin movie, and I mean the set looks pretty decent. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be like, it's definitely not going to be less samurai caliber. But um, they also released some screenshots of the Sakabato and the Zambato, which is Kenshin's reverse blade sword and um Sonosuke's horse killer like giant sword, which it doesn't look as ridiculous as this. It's giant sword in an anime. Uh, tell you the truth, I'm actually surprised that they're not doing uh, a Samurai X live action movie first. Now, now we have a new. They're doing a whole new series. You said. Well, yeah. Well, actually, they're they're coming out with a Kenshin movie, and I was really excited about that. Well, a Kenshin OVA, but I was really excited about it because I thought they were going to do the um, revenge arc. But basically, this OVA is just going to be a retelling of the Kyoto arc, the Shishio Makoto. Um, oh, okay. It's gonna be a retelling of the Kyoto arc from Masato's perspective, which Masato, oh. she's one of my favorite characters. But it's like, man, you know, do the revenge arc, do it justice, because you know they released that Rurouni Kenshin reflection movie, which like completely butchered the revenge arc, which is the best story arc of the entire show. You know the um the trust and betrayal OVAs, um where Kenshin is like good in people. Oh yeah, before that, he yeah, that's actually see what happens is. Is Anishi, which is um, Tomoe, his wife's little brother, like he comes back, like that's the beginning of the revenge arc. He comes back and he starts like causing all kinds of trouble, and then Kenshin like sits everybody down and tells them that story, and like that's where that OVA comes from. And it's oh my, it's just the best part of the series by far. And I'm just like distraught that they're not going to animate that, but whatever. At least they're doing a live action movie. I mean, it's probably going to be cheesy as hell, but I'm still going to watch it. Oh man. That just reminded me. I don't have my uh, the Kyoto arc. I had the entire box set yeah. of that, and uh, I let a friend borrow it. That she was really big into anime, but like a year before I moved, she uh, well, it's really sad. She died. She died of a brain embolism, and I never. Oh wow. I, yeah, and I really wanted it back, but it's just like I never could get myself yeah. to go ask her 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 widower husband robbed uh, if i could have it back because i just felt horrible you know i was like oh no it's okay yeah i don't I don't have any of the anime anymore but i do have the entire manga well see i i've got the the entire first part and then i've got three discs into the last third mm-hmm. and i've never i haven't seen the rest of the the last third dude I've the last third the eight. last third of kenshin like after kyoto arc it's all filler like none of it is a real story so oh, I mean, it's I would, all filler? Oh, yeah no, i would, I would I... Eat, like after kyoto don't even watch it because it's all it it's it none of it's like actually the actual story because gotcha. what happened what happened with the kyoto arc is like 
what happens so often in anime, popular shonen anime manga conversions, is that the anime caught up with the manga, and what happened was, you know, instead of waiting or, you know, instead of waiting for him to finish, they went ahead and just made their own story. And by the time he was finished with the actual revenge arc, the anime sucked so much that the ratings were down and they just canceled it. So, um, I was really hoping they, they, they'd redo that third arc, but you know, whatever I have, I'll always have the manga. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) there's, there's some new PS threes coming. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Sony is releasing some color versions of the console. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 X or two or whatever it's being called. It's going to have a yeah. Final 13 two mm-hmm. is going to have its own special one, which is is nothing new. We've seen that several times, like with a uh, Yakuza no, I, four, was it? Or Yakuza three? There's um, actually a, a a Final Final Fantasy 13 PS3. Another one was it there like a white one or something? I, I know there was an MGS four. Uh, yeah, gray like gunmetal gray one. Oh yeah, that was that one too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they released. There's gonna be uh, more colors. There's gonna be uh, like the the thirteen two and the white one. It's got some mole looking thing on. I don't know. Oh what. yeah, Nino Cooney. That, that game is gonna be so awesome. It's um level five. They did um they actually developed Dragon Quest eight and they did um what was the name of it was an RPG on a PS. Dark Cloud. Yeah, Dark Cloud. Yeah, they did Dark Cloud as well. And they're doing it in, like, Studio Ghibli, which does Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, um, Ponyo. Like, they're actually doing the character designs and the story. Um, So it's going to be a really great game. I just wanted to bring that up. Well, also, well, you know how we have all the different color uh, PS3 controllers? Well, now we're going to have PS3s that are in some of those colors. We've got screenshots of a blue and a red. Uh, supposedly they will be released here in the states, and we're gonna have a lot more colors of the DualShock Three as well. And there's several different things uh, coming out. Like there's a, a screenshot of a Plactus, like six different colors. You got the standard white, the blue, but then there's uh, other colors that are coming out. So they're starting to bring uh, the differences that we see in Japan a lot. They're starting to come over here to the states. Finally, it was like what ten years yeah. later, we're finally starting to see this stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they they've never been big release on releasing colors here on for consoles. I don't know why, but yeah, usually they're just limited edition type stuff. But yeah. I'd love to get this blue or red one and slap a Patriots decal on it. Yeah. That'd be cool. probably because it's a shipping <laughs> nightmare and keeping it in stock at every store is probably a pain yeah. logistically. Well, what do you mean well, you don't also, have any red ones? <laughs> well, also it was one of those things God. that they really were actually making a nice little chunk of change with all the different sticker base plates. That oh yeah, man, that pissed yeah, me off. So. The Xbox. Ugh. Oh, the face plates, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I finally the uh, the the Tekken Six skin that I got for being in the tournament at E3. Mm-hmm. I finally put that on my PS3. I was like, oh, I almost broke this earlier trying to move. Let me <laughs> put it on here. And you know what? It actually looks really awesome. Like I got it set perfect, which generally I suck doing that sort of stuff. But I got it set just perfect, and I've had a lot of people that have seen it and go, man, that's awesome. Where'd you get that? <laughs> And then I tell them where I got it, and they're like, I hate you. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hate me because I went to E3. 
Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have one more news topic that we skipped over. If you want to grab that, Carrie, or we can just move on. We did. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wacky arm-flated inflatable tube man. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo absolutely is not interested in making sales. I know we've went back and forth on this. I'm not trying to start a fight again. I just <laughs> like this was interesting to me that Nintendo came out and said there's no way this is to quote Soichiro Iwata or whatever his name Satoru Iwata. This is absolutely not under consideration. If we did this, Nintendo would cease to be Nintendo. Having a hardware development team in-house is a major strength. It is duty of management to make use of those strengths. And I totally agree with them. I mean, who's to say, you know, five years from now, you know, we won't be playing, you know, something else won't be really popular and the cell phone thing, you know, kind of dies off. You know, we don't really know what's going to happen with it. I mean, I think Nintendo is smart to stick to their guns. You know, this is what they do. They're a hardware company. They're not a software company. And whenever they turn into a software company, they're going to suck just like Sega. So, um... <laughs> well, <laughs> while I agree, Nintendo's at their best when they're developing for their own hardware. At some point, if Nintendo, you know screws up more, it's very possible they don't have a choice, and they'll have to eat those words. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, of course that's a possibility. I mean, that's what happened to Sega. But there's but, no, like, there's no reason to say that. Like, why, why come out and say that? Because everybody's saying they should do it. Everybody is. It's like, oh my god, the, the iOS is gonna take over the world. Nintendo better make iOS games. I mean, we've talked about it here. I mean... Yep. But it, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's absurd to think they would, though. I agree, but I mean, people are still saying there are people that are still saying they should do it. I think this is this is good for them. You know, it it kind of reaffirms their position, and I don't have a problem with it. It was it was at, it was at a 3ds. He did it at the 3ds thing they had before TGS. So I mean, it makes sense to me. <laughs> I mean, I also think there's room to for them to develop for these uh, platforms, but don't do it with your mainstay titles. You know, I mean, they could have a cool idea or something. They want to just, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are touch intensive titles on the 3DS or or the DS that, if transferred over to the uh, to any of the various mobile platforms, would be an awesome game and would sell game busters. Just just have those titles, but don't keep your mainstays on your uh, handheld consoles. I mean, this is yes, yeah, it's, it's and I mean, I don't get me wrong. I do think one day. One glad morning, we'll all be playing games on the same console, but today is not that day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I sound like Aragorn. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to this. Uh, you know, this could either be a, a great, great, great thing, or it could be a horrible, horrible thing. It's just a, it, like most things, it's just going to take time to tell. I, I agree with this. I think Nintendo should stick to their guns, you know. You know, Microsoft's developing cell phone games, but that's because they have a cell phone operating system. The same thing with, with um, Sony, you know, they have other divisions that it makes sense for them to kind of dabble into the into the, into the the cell phone game market, but that's not really the case with Nintendo. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for news. Oh, it's over. I told you. I told you we had a lot of news. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm probably gonna delete my Full Metal Panic story because I can talk about that another time when I don't have any news. 
<laughs> All right, well then let's just dive right into what we're playing. And I, I'm going to say it, I'm playing Shadow of the Colossus. From D-Makes to Remakes. Oh, yes. So is it out? It's not out yet, no. But I'm playing it. Oh, you got a co- you got a review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I, I got the, uh, the Ico Shadow of the Colossus collection for PS3. And how is it? Uh, huh? How is it? Well... That game, well, no, that game really holds up. Uh, you know how, how sometimes if you play a game that's a generation or two old, you can tell it's old just because it feels old, not necessarily because it looks it, but because it plays. The mechanics. Like yeah. yeah, mechanics. It, it holds up really well, and a lot of it is because of the art design and just the, the production of of the epicness. Mm-hmm. And the, the epicness of the, of the game really carries over well into the PS3. Uh, it's still it, like it's not pretty by any means. Like it's, <laughs> it's like it's like playing the Twilight Princess on the HD television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're still playing a PS2 game. They they didn't make it a PS3 game. So, they just so they didn't take any liberties to make it. Uh... So it was just reskinned. Is that what you're saying? Basically, I, I, I'm not. It's not even reskinned. It's just. They, they just took, upped the poly count or something? They, 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 uh, I don't even know if they upped the poly count. They just cleaned it up. Oh, they, really? Yeah. See, like, I'm told that's totally what game. Man, see, and I, I thought it was something totally different from that. And if that's the case, I'm not. I don't. I don't like these type of things. Like, yeah. I, I, I did a side by side comparison of the PS2 and the PS3, and <clears throat> all of the textures are the same. All of the everything is the same except. So this is the equivalent of a DVD to Blu-ray upscale. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> to be fair, it's the best. Look, like it will never look better than what it looks right now. Like it, it's as if they gave a PS2 steroids. It's now, how still about a PS2? Con- <laughs> now, how about the controls? Did they make the controls a bit tighter? Or are they still? No, it's as I said, it's the same game. Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Would you rather it have been what it is, or something more as to like what they're doing with the Halo Anniversary Edition, where they just completely reskinned it, up in the polygon count, and uh, you know, just making it fresh and like it came out yesterday? Like I'm on the fence about that. That that's kind of why I haven't written a review yet because I can't make up my mind. Earlier this year, when I played Beyond Good and Evil, the remake. I was pissed off that they didn't do more to it, but playing through Shadow of the Colossus is very comfortable, and I really like what they did by keeping it true to the original. I, I think it's because I feel like that game is more art than it is game, and I, I know that sound all high and mighty saying that, but if you change that game any, you really lose the what made the original one so awesome. Oh, you sound like the uh, Star Wars fanboys. I, I, I know, <laughs> and I don't want to sound like that. Hot shot first. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I don't want to be that guy. But with this game, I kind of feel like that guy. Hmm. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this then. So, it, I mean, let's let's th- let's not think about the people that have already played these games and are going to buy. It. Do you see people like? That like me that have never really played Shadow of the Classes or Ico, do you, is this something that you would be interested in, or is it like playing an old Final Fantasy where the ugly graphics will kind of put you off? Well, it's it's not that ugly. Like it's it, it, it's by far the best looking other than God of War. It's the best looking PS2 game, and this is that game running at the highest possible resolution. It looks better than Final Fantasy Twelve. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't played Final Fantasy XII. But of, of, of what I've played, the two best-looking PS2 games were Shadow of the Colossus and God of War 2. I got you. But I, it's still awesome. So, no, it, yes, it, I, I say play it. No, it, does it run at the 30 frames per second like it did before, or did they... Uh, well, it didn't it run at... It, it didn't run at <laughs> frames a second before. It ran at, like, whatever it could muster on the PS2. <laughs> now it runs at a solid 30 frames per second. Like, there, okay. there is no slowdown. It, 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 it performs much better. Yeah, I think they could have done it much more justice by making it... by giving it the Halo Anniversary Edition effect, you know... By, you know, recreating the textures and, and doing so much more to it and, you know, upping the poly- polygon count, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd agree with you, but those guys are busy on Last Guardian, so. Oh, come on, man. That's not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, they outsourced this. To some, oh, they outsourced it? Yeah, yeah, to like, I think Blue Point is who's making it. I think it was the, the name that popped up, but. It's, yeah, it's probably a straight port, dude. Yeah, if you, look, if you look at it for what it is, which is a promotional tool for The Last Guardian, then it makes sense. Is The Last but, Guardian the same uh, sequel to this or something? Or? It's pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, if you if you look at Ico and then look at Shadow of the Colossus and then look at Last Guardian, you're like, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah it's definitely made by the same people. You can you can tell that. Yeah. And I, I did a side-by-side comparison of Ico. I haven't played it yet. Uh, but it looks like they did redraw some textures in that because... Ico came out like the first year of the PlayStation 2, and that it was a launch title. Really, really ugly. What's that new artsy fartsy game that came out? Um, crap, I cannot remember the name, but it that, it reminds me of Ico the graphics do, and it's on like the PS3 and the 360. What is crap? What is the name of the game? I'll have to look. It's I'll look like from game. Dust. No, it's not from Dust. It's um. Wasn't the one the one with the shadows? It's something shadows or something. I'll, I'll have to look it up, but I'll, I'm sure I'll there'll be an outbar show. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it but looks like that's what it reminds me of anyway. I, I'm gonna write a review, so I, I I guess I don't have to make up my mind yet. But if you haven't played these games and you have any passing interest in just really cool art in video game form, do it. Like buy it. It's only like forty bucks. Do it. It's two games. Do it. Sweet. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Speaking of ugly games, <laughs> oh, <laughs> dab, dude. If you realized what all um Minecraft actually did, the graphics would make sense to you. But um, moving on. Notch just released, uh, or Mojang, as it's now called, since he has a game development company. They just released a 1.8 adventure update for Minecraft, and the graphics are updated. Mostly, I mean, you still got the blocky blockiness, but they've they've um the graphics engine. You can tell they they're working on it and they're making it run faster and cleaner. And um, I mean, the the blockiness is definitely an art direction type thing. And and like I said, when you think about what it what what all's going on, this is like a living, breathing world, and it's got world time physics and all this other crap. And it, but anyway, it's all randomly generated. But anyway, I'm gonna stop making excuses for the graphics. Uh, 
the the updates um like each world now has three strongholds and basically these are like pre-constructed ruins of like fortresses that each of them are going to have a boss and you you go in and explore it um there's um new mobs called the Endermen, um sp- cave spiders and silverfish. Um monsters when you kill monsters now they drop experience orbs and you can actually level up. Um right now it doesn't serve a purpose but in a in a in a later update it's going to serve a purpose. You can stack food now. Um you when you you like you, basically there weren't a whole lot of food sources in in 17 but now you when you kill a when you like kill a cow now Instead of dropping just leather, it'll actually drop um, beef, and you cook it. You can cook it into a steak, and you can stack your food now. Um, what else do we have? Like if you hit, if you hit an animal now, it's gonna run away from you. Uh, <laughs> this is all like y- y'all probably like ah. <laughs> but, um, you can sprint in the game. There's actually critical hit weapon damage. Um, NPC towns are now a part of it. Um. The, the, with the new Enderman monster, uh, mob, it'll ignore you until you look directly at it, and um, it'll stop and stare until you look away. And when you look away, it'll t- <laughs> it'll teleport towards you and do naughty things to your corpse. <laughs> oh, That's horrible. May I guess they're t- the like the Halo teabagging or whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean this game, it's constantly evolving. Um. They're always doing something to it, and like I bought it back when it was alpha, and I paid twelve bucks, and like I get every update, and I can like build to my heart's content, and it's one of those. It's basically Legos for grown-ups. I mean, basically they've added a lot more to it. But if you haven't checked out Minecraft, I encourage you to do so. It's it, it'll 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 take up a lot of your time. <laughs> and that's basically it. Um, it runs in a web browser. It's not. It's not graphically intensive. So I mean, that's the great thing about it. You know, you can run it on just about any kind of machine. Uh, there's actually a PlayStation phone version of Minecraft. It will be coming to iOS and Android later. I don't know how it works. Cool. You kind of need mouse and keyboard for it, but. You know, if you got nothing to do, if you're bored one day, just go to Minecraft.net, register account, and go play on one of the servers. I mean, I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I've researched a little bit, and I've seen, like, some of the stuff people have just made yeah. has been Some guy crazy. built a one a, a one one scale model of the Starship Enterprise in Minecraft. And I don't want to even imagine to think about how much time that took, but... People will build all kinds of crap in it. Mm. See, you, you 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 teach a man to fish. Oh gosh! <laughs> here it is, right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna paste you guys a link so you can see it. It's insane. Maybe I've showed you all this video before, but it bears another look. Okay, I'm done gorging over my Minecraft. All right. Uh, <laughs> So you've been flying planes, James? Yes. Uh, this Tuesday on the PSN Store update, there was a demo for Ace Combat Assault Horizon, the new Ace Combat game, and I've been a long-time Ace Combat fan. To, and, uh, and I'm going to stop you right there. You know, you're the only person I've ever heard talk about the Ace Combat games. Like, the only per- person that I know who's ever like, I love Ace Combat. Not, I'm not. That's not a dig at the game or even you. It's just... 
that when I think Ace Combat, I think James. <laughs> I think Ace Combat. I think PS One. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I still got both of uh, my PS One games. I never did find uh, a copy of Air Combat back in the day, but I've got Ace Combat Two and Three. I still have a, a Hodus, a hands-on uh, double stick, flight stick, and throttle that I got at a Babbage's for twenty bucks. For the PS One, it still works. Babbage's, whoa! Haven't heard Takes that you in a back, long don't time. It? Yeah. <laughs> and I still have my Hori Flight Stick Two that I broke down and got with Ace Combat Five. So I've been looking forward to it. I was very upset when uh, Ace Combat Six came out and it was a 360 only game. Somebody <laughs> looked at me that knew I was a big Ace Combat fan. He's like, "What is the 360 now, huh?" And I went. It's no. <laughs> uh, hilarious. So, so now we have uh, Ace Combat Assault Horizon that's coming out. Uh, the demo's up, and there's quite a few differences going on. Um, now, the first, you've got two levels that you get to play. One in an S22 Raptor, which is basically your introductory level on how you know control and everything else. And then the next one is a helicopter level, because now you can fly helicopters in certain levels. Uh, oh, I'm not going to talk about the, the helicopter part too much because I haven't really delved into it. Um, but yeah, the differences they have done, a lot of people are not really liking them for the most part. Uh, from the hardcore fans, it's kind of split 50-50. Um, you don't, it doesn't feel like you have the control of the jet like you should. Um, like it doesn't respond as tightly as it should like what you should have because it's an f-22 raptor it has vector thrust nozzles on them you know you guys know what those are right uh no <laughs> okay uh, okay so if you remember watching uh top gun when they would start up the 14s and get ready and they'd show the the thrusters the exhaust on the thrusters uh kicking up how the nozzles would expand or contract mm-hmm Okay, well, with F-22s and with a lot of the newer fighters, they have what's called vector thrust, so that way they can move independently. So the, ve- the thrust nozzles will move, will tilt up or down to just to change the vector of the thrust, which allows a lot of different wild maneuvers. Like you can take an F-22, a MiG-29, the Su-37. You can take them and actually make them flat spin and control it. You can sit there and fly and all of a sudden take the plane completely vertical and hold it. You can actually do a 1.360-degree 1. Uh, flip in the air with these things. I mean, you can have – the only limitations to what the plane can do is what the pilot can handle as far as the G-forces. Um, I put the controls to classic. Didn't really have that. They have a new thing. It's uh, CRM, uh, close-range – uh, what was it? Missiles? Close range system, but it's basically where you start. Um, you have a little circle when you're coming up on a plane, and you hit two buttons at the same time. You activate this, and basically the plane, you just stick right on their butts, trying to shoot them down. Uh, and most of the fighter jets I went up against, I had to do that to kill them. I couldn't take them out from range or use the special weapons. And so it's in the manual. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> But it was just, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a demo, so it's a wait and see. But, I mean, it looks pretty. 
flying through the buildings and uh, the way they've got it set up. If you go to shoot at, at one of the enemy jets and they dodge the missile and it hits a building, it will blow a chunk out of that building. Hmm. And then you got to worry about the debris because you can fly through that. Uh, it's really pretty, but control-wise, to me, from what I've played on Ace Combat 4, 5, and 0, it, it's not up to snuff for what Project Aces is used to doing. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm keeping an eye on it because I'm a big fan and keeping on the the boards and stuff like that. But at the moment, it's not really impressing much. Is is it something you can get used to the new controls? Um, I don't know. I mean, I what it feels like is they've dumbed it down a little bit to make it more accessible to to a broader audience. Um, but it's hard to say. I know that when Six came out on the 360. You had guys that were actual fighter pilots that were able to play online while they're out on deployment, you know, because they had all that set up. And people were just dumbfounded because, you know, these guys are trained. They know what to do, and they're flying the real thing and would just wax people like crazy. And I think it cut the fan base down a little bit. Um, But it's more like it's dumbed down. It's more into like a first-person shooter type of control scheme than anything else. <laughs> first person first person shooter jet game. <laughs> oh. Well see that was one of the things that was a concern because when they first talked about this and they were throwing some of the stuff, they had talked about the fact that they were wanting to change the controls to where it was more accessible and more closer to how you would control a first person shooter. And I was like, oh, no. Now I will say that you still have your in the cockpit view, and that looks freaking awesome because now you can actually pan the camera down and you can look at your instrument panel and see stuff going on, which is really awesome. But like I said, just some of the other things, it's iffy. I mean, it's a demo. It's free. I'd say download and try it out and see where you think on it. But... um, I don't know, it's just playing an Ace Combat game without a flight stick just seems odd to me, but then again, I've always played one with a flight stick, so. Hmm. It's iffy. Hopefully it doesn't suck when it comes out. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't suck. That's all we can hope. Uh, Well, last thing we have is the deal of the week, and I'm just going to make it quick. Go to GameStop if you have a PlayStation Move, because they have a bunch of games for cheap. Uh, they also have a bunch of accessories. You can buy a PlayStation Move controller for 50% off. What's the deal with Move, that, man? Move sucks. That's the story that disappeared. Somebody had PlayStation Yeah, I, I took Move it off. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I still want to know. I mean, we could briefly talk about this. Is, is, did, did the Move fail? I mean, what's, what's going I, on with this? This is just GameStop. I, I don't know. I don't know because a lot of the first-person shooters coming out are having the Move controls put in. I've been playing Killzone 3 with it. And I own, where normally I suck trying to use the, you know, just because you can't do the run, jump, and headshot stuff with uh, a controller, an analog sticks like you can with a keyboard and mouse. Well, I'm still trying to get used to a keyboard and mouse so I can play Team Fortress 2 with Carl and Shonda. And I'm sucking with that. But with the move, you know, because I, I bought a sharpshooter as well. It works awesome. Resistance 3 came out. It's got move controls on it. And they're just adding it in more and more. But th- those are all Sony games, though. You can, you can expect Sony games to have Sony proprietary hardware support. Well, but there's been a couple of uh, DLC 
games only that have it too. Like the Modern Combat Domination has it, and it works beautifully. Um, and most of the games, the the move games that are are so cheap are the games that first came out, like the Fight. Which for everybody, if you have one move controller and you want to try the Fight, go to GameStop and do that because fifty percent off on the move is awesome, and you have to have at least two to do the single player on the Fight. Oh. You can't use a you can't use a move and a mo- navigation control. You had to have two move controllers to do it. No, oh, so, I picked up. So it's tracking everything. I picked up PlayStation Move Heroes because it was cheap, and I hear it's not good, but I like those heroes. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's a, a failure. Like they've moved a lot of units, and they're putting in a lot of games. I, ju- I just think it's in comparison to Connect. You have to, you know, be like, yeah, it, it's kind of not blowing up. As far as mind share, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not blowing up, but it's it's not dying out. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's picking it's, up a little bit more here and there. It's it's like, hey, this works. This could. And that's that's about it. It works. That that that's the biggest praise it has gotten. <laughs> well, it, it works, and it work, for what you specifically use it for, it works very very well. And the thing is, I can't even say that much for Connect. True. So he's now all time. I guess one one movement isn't as important as we thought. Oh man, we had so many arguments about one one movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I put it this way: when Killzone Three came out, there was a split in the fan base because you had a lot of guys that didn't get a move. You know, was not a first adopter of the move and the sharpshooter and stuff like that. And there was a split because they could tell the guys that did just because of how they were able to, you know, do the, cause you can do the aiming a lot quicker. So if you were a good marksman shot rifles and guns and stuff like, like I have over the years, really good. It, it was all big difference. And there was a split because they were wanting to have it to where there was possible at least different servers. So that way, if you didn't, want to be playing against other people that had move and you didn't, you didn't have to worry about that. Or at least have some way to mark so you could know if somebody was using a move controller or not. Like, there was a big split for a while when it first came out, just because uh, there was a huge difference, especially with at least first-person shooters on that. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, go buy some some move games and make up your own mind. We, we, we can't do this for you people. I guess we could try. Oh, wow. Now, is the, is, now bring, bring to your link, was this in-store, or is it only online? online? No, 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 no. You sure? I went into a store, and I bought PlayStation Move Heroes. This, no, but I'm talking about like the, the move itself. Uh, I don't know about the move itself, but I know that I went into the store and said, hey, is this 10 bucks like it says online? And they said, let me see. And they scanned it, and it was. Mm. So... It may not be advertised, but go to go to a store. PlayStation Move here. No, no, okay. Yep, they're uh, they're fifty percent off in the store too. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that will do it for the Technician Podcast. Uh, check out uh, a new episode of Reality Breach coming pretty soon, probably this week sometime. It's 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 going to be the exciting conclusion to episode three, so that should be fun. Uh, otherwise, you can v- visit the website techvision.com. Nice and pretty and new, thanks to to Clarence's wonderful programming skills. And I'm soon and, and Carrie, I'm assuming you, you did some as well. I watched. <laughs> 
Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. Send us fan mail. Uh, visit the site. Visit the site. Visit the site. I plugged in the keyboard. <laughs> I, I did export the database though, so I didn't do that. Hey. See, you're working on the infrastructure. All right. Well, uh, tune in next week. We'll have another episode of the Technician Podcast. Uh, bye bye. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Go south. Very, very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Resident Evil six uh just got announced. What? Twenty minutes ago. What? Yeah, oh, Resident, Resident oh. Evil 6 has been officially announced like 20, 20 minutes to an hour ago. GDC. Hmm. That's what happens when there's game conferences. Yeah. This just in. Breaking news. Breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Gears of War 4 will come out eventually. <laughs> and yes, there's been a fifth version, so just as you think, there comes a sixth version. Resident Evil, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, What the fuck did you just say? Resident Evil, 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 Resident well, I mean, I got it, and we could play co-op. I well, I'm 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 gonna get the gold version because I want to play with a move. I really enjoyed the Resident Evil. Still, we could play it co-op. Really? Online? Yeah, you Even can play co-op online. I and I have both of the uh, DLC chapters that will come on the gold edition. Oh, you sure we can play it? Yeah. Oh well, I'm not getting it like right now or anything, but. Well, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? I will even play and not and have my infinite ammo stuff turned off, so you don't have to worry about me just blowing the shit out of everything. I, I don't know. I, I may have you turn that on. <laughs> I'm tired well, of playing know, games. I, tired of dying. I, well, if I did, I would sit down and uh, <laughs> I would pull out like the rocket launcher or all the special weapons. I would start fresh because I've done that a couple of times uh, playing through with other people online. Is I would empty out my entire inventory. And then I would only keep whatever we picked up along the way. Shooting, shooting all those Negroes in Resident Evil Five was fairly enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude?